What's up, Q's fans? It's Wednesday, and we have a lot to tackle here on Locked On Syracuse. Jordan Addison transfers in an NIL disgrace, but what does that mean for Syracuse going forward? Plus, an interesting take, an interesting scouting report on Judah Mintz from a big-time voice that needs to be trusted. And finally, we'll cap off the show, as I promised, 2022 superlatives continue who is the most likely to disappoint? All that and more on Locked On Syracuse. Let's go. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, all right, all right. Locked On Syracuse. With your host, Brad Klein, the voice of the people, right here on the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day so hump day all right a lot to get to like i mentioned the superlatives i'm excited for it's not just going to be yesterday and today we're going to continue these throughout the week because that is the class of 2022 is syracuse basketball you can't talk about orange hoops without at least referring to the context that will be the class of 2022. Also, that class of 2022, big-time boost in the eyes of national voices. So that's exciting. And that's the thing, is that we can only go off of the hype. We can only go off of the crystal balls. So, a favorable one delivered to Syracuse fans. But we begin today, not on the football field, but on the national scene. And it's Jordan Addison. Okay, we've all heard about Jordan Addison. I suggest you go listen to Locked On Pittsburgh, a great episode pretty much dedicated to Locked, or rather to Jordan Addison. And the Pittsburgh wide receiver who hosted Syracuse last year just shredded them. Pittsburgh wide receiver not in the portal, and yet he transfers to USC, to Lincoln Riley, All-American, I guess technically now he's in the portal. But it's announced he's transferring to USC prior to his entrance in the portal. And not only that, but the NIL deal that he lands is so lucrative that you just know that this is not okay. And it's not not okay because, well, he's he's a student athlete and he can't be making that much. No, it's the way he's making his money. First of all, there are rumors that USC is funding a house for him. And though it's basically tampering. Like, we think about tampering so much in the NBA. Players recruiting players while they're still under contract in season. This is tampering. And there's no... I don't know if there's really a rule for it in college sports. I mean, there's certainly no precedent for it, so I don't know how there would be a rule for it. But this is a problem. It's a big problem for Pittsburgh, and the Panthers are going to be bad next year. I think they just are, right? Kenny Pickett leaves. NFL draft not really a surprise. And I understand why Jordan Addison would want to leave. Your guy is gone. Your quarterback is gone. You're a receiver. You can only be so good without a quarterback. I get it. But, yikes. <laughs> so, what are we talking about here when it comes to Syracuse? How does this matter Well, think about Syracuse right now. Think about the difference between Pittsburgh 
and Syracuse. Pat Narduzzi is a better coach than Dino Babers. Pittsburgh is a better program that routinely beats up on Syracuse year in, year out. What does Syracuse have on Pittsburgh? I say very little to nothing. They have a dome. Cool. So if this can happen to Pittsburgh, why can't it happen to Syracuse? And if they can lose an All-American, why can't Syracuse? If they can lose their best offensive player, why can't Syracuse? You see where I'm going? I've got one name in mind. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Sean Tucker. (laughs) Okay, so Sean Tucker is the offense. It's not a secret. He might as well be the defense (laughs) because of the way he can hold the ball, run the ball, burn the clock. He's the team. And he's the best thing that's happened to Syracuse in a very long time. You can make the argument he's the best thing that happened to Syracuse single player since McNabb. Maybe even more. So, why not Sean Tucker? Why wouldn't a USC... Why wouldn't, heck, an Alabama, just throwing out names, none of this is an actual rumor. It's a hypothetical that is way too scary to think about. Why wouldn't a team scoop up Sean Tucker if they can? Which USC clearly illustrated, you can. We don't know if there are going to be repercussions later, but it looks like this is happening. It looks like it's already happened. Why not Sean Tucker? And this is very similar to the Benny Williams stuff. Remember a couple of episodes ago, I, I think it was the last episode, actually, I was talking about how Benny Williams is officially coming back to Syracuse. We knew that already. In fact, he told us. He couldn't be more clear about it, and yet we still had to hear it again from Jim Beheim. Why? Because the transfer portal makes way too much sense. It's way too appealing. It is far too popular to only believe to believe a player to believe a coach after hearing it only once that's why so Sean Tucker is saying he has no intentions of transferring he made that very clear during the season at the end of the season and he hasn't said anything about transferring now I'm not saying that Sean Tucker is going to transfer I'm using Sean Tucker as an example because he's the really the only example worth a damn on the roster right now why not Sean Tucker? And then then we'll take it a step farther. If this is a part of college football, heck, even college basketball, NIL, and the dark side, how do you keep it from happening to you? Because Syracuse doesn't have beaches. The city doesn't have skyscrapers as tall as Chicago or New York. Or L.A. It's cold. (laughs) So how do you keep this from happening? The first thing I thought of was, oh, my God. When I saw that story, I was thinking, oh, my God. Pat Narduzzi and Dino Babers are friends. uh, So I feel bad for Narduzzi. He's a nice guy. I met him. Great guy. 
but he's a better coach than Dino Babers, and I think he's a more professional coach than Dino Babers. And when I say professional, I mean projects more towards the NFL. Not even in the sense that he has a better chance of going to the NFL. He's not, and Dino Babers certainly isn't. But what I'm saying is he coaches more like an NFL coach. Dino Babers has that collegiate style. He is supposed to be the player's coach guy. But the first thing I thought of is, Dino Babers needs to change his style to a more pro style. These guys are not amateurs anymore. Stop treating them like kids. Whether you like it or not, they're making a lot of money. And the the funny thing is, Sean Tucker, if he plays his cards right and goes to a certain place, not named Syracuse, there's a chance he makes more than, than Dino Babers. I'm not... Wishing he he does it. I'm not saying it would happen. I'm saying it probably could. Babers isn't making that much for a D1 coach. He's making like $2 million. You mean to tell me that if the cards fell in favor of Sean Tucker and he went to an Alabama? Between his quote-unquote base salary at Alabama with the collective and then making some money on the side. And when I say some money, I mean a lot of money. You mean to tell me he couldn't do that? I don't know. I think he could come close. They're not kids. You can't treat them like kids. And I'm not saying that Dino Babers necessarily is. I'm saying whatever you're doing, it's not enough. Do more. They're big boys whether you like it or not. And Jordan Addison, my goodness. (laughs) I don't know if he realized the can of worms that he would be opening, but boy. He did. He opened it. So Syracuse needs to be on the lookout. Syracuse needs to be paying attention to all this stuff. Because all of these NIL waves, all of these NIL soap operas that we're seeing very recently, none of them directly relate to Syracuse, but they all relate to Syracuse. Because if they are not paying attention, And if Syracuse is not at the forefront of this, they will fall behind. And if you fall behind, geez, good luck. Good luck. Well, it's like technology. You want to be the last guy to get the iPhone? No. And it's not even just a jealousy thing. You don't want to be a bragging rights iPhone. No, it has nothing to do with that. Everyone's going to be airdropping left and right while you still have your Nokia X2. No. You need to get on the forefront of this. Do not fall behind. Scary proposition for Syracuse football. Scary proposition for college sports as a whole because amateurism, like I keep on saying, is officially dead. Summer is coming, though, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are refueled for the summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do, go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars are puffed and puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? Oh my goodness. If you haven't, 
You are crazy. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like churro? And they're only 140 calories. Sign me up. If that's not enough of of the flavor for you, then you might want to try some of the mixed box. The mixed boxes come with 12 flavors of bars and puffs. Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone, so it's perfect for the family. Know what my favorite flavor is? Yeah, it's, uh, I would say, coconut almond, but the banana cream pie is is definitely making a run for its money. And the funny thing is, I grew up family of four. I've got a twin brother, and we are, outside of twins, completely opposite. We're fraternal twins, by the way, and we have opposite tastes. So while I'm chewing on the coconut almond, he's enjoying the... Uh, What's his favorite? White chocolate. That's his biggest. That white chocolate cookies and cream. That's his big flavor. So, and my mom and dad, they wouldn't go near any of those because my mom is a banana cream pie uh, 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 fan, I guess you could say. And and my dad, well, actually, my dad's not a very picky eater, so I feel like he would uh, dip into the coconut almond bandwagon too. But there is that. And Built Bars, again, get the variety pack because it's perfect for the family. Now, it's it's there's everyone can be satisfied but with the flavors but everyone is going to be satisfied with the calories only 130 of them four grams of sugar four net carbs 17 grams of protein compare that to a candy bar usually you have 240 calories 30 grams of sugar dozens of net carbs go to built.com get all your favorites banana cream pie raspberry double chocolate so many more they're all delicious new flavors coming out all the time check out at uh, check it out check them out excuse me at built.com the offer is go to built.com use promo code lock 15 and get 15 percent off your order again use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com okay <sighs> take a deep breath It's not all doom and gloom for Syracuse. (laughs) Jordan Addison, the good news is Jordan Addison's not in the ACC anymore, so you don't have to worry about him going for 200 yards against the 3-3-5 defense. So that's good. Enjoy that. Enjoy this. Class of 2022, basketball. This is good news. Samad Hines, National High School Basketball Insider, one of the trusted voices in a very unpredictable world of high school basketball. He says that Judah Mintz will be the toughest freshman in the nation next year. Cool. <laughs> cool. That's that's the first thing I thought of, and it's the only thing I'm thinking right now is cool. Because, and that's great, I think Syracuse as a program typically has an identity. I say typically. They got away from that identity the past few years, like, I'm so not saying that Joe Girard's not a tough player. In fact, I would say he is a tough player. But what I mean by identity is they used to be long. Michael Carter Williams, six foot six guard. Frank Howard, six foot five guard, top of the zone, wingspan guys. And they got away from that with Joe Girard at six foot one. Now, this is not talking about Mince's wingspan. I'm not talking about that. Another part, he's only six foot three, by the way, so eh, it's fine. But for the zone. Maybe a slight undersized guard, but it's really not that bad. Six foot three. Um, what I'm trying to say is, I think the good teams have that grit, right? I used to watch when I was growing up. I'll never forget. I would watch Brandon Trish and Syracuse play, and I'll never forget the 2013 run. I was 13 years young, and 
Oh, maybe I was 14. No, I was 13. And uh, I was watching with my uncle, and they were playing Georgetown. And they ended up losing the game. But I think they did at least. I think it's 13. And we were watching Brendan Trish, and he starts to take over. And they're down. They start to come back. And my uncle goes, Brad, you see that look in Trish's eye? That's how you know he's playing well. That's how you know he's going to take over this game. When's the last time they had a chip-on-your-shoulder guy like that? When I mean, Joe Girard is kind of like that. He's got something to him. He's got a little spunk. And he certainly has the toughness, but I don't know is the answer. Like Trevor Cooney, I guess, maybe, maybe. Point is, this is refreshing to hear. And it's not, I'm not going to get into the whole debate of, oh, well, who's gritty and who's not. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to diss another player. But Judah Mintz comes in with top 35 recruit potential and top 35 recruit hype and top 35 recruit expectations. He also comes in with top 35 recruit pitfalls. You would think. You would you would hope not, but you would think. And Judamins knows that he's the top-rated recruit in the class. I've never spoken to Mint, so I'm not trying to put words in his mouth or anything like that. But raise your hand if you're afraid that some of these freshmen, especially with NIL and however, no amateurism, we get it. Raise your hand if you're concerned that any of these kids are not going to be kids. Raise your hand if you're concerned that Judah Mintz is going to uh, be the star and know it. Right? We all know that guy. Oh, he's good and he knows it. He's smart and he knows it. Who is concerned about that? When I hear that Judah Mintz is the toughest player, freshman, in the nation and will help on both ends, awesome. And look, he's a six foot three, six foot four guard. I think he's going to be fine at the top of the 2-3 zone. I don't think he's going to be elite defensively. We don't need him to be elite defensively. I don't think he will be. Again, that's fine. As long as he gives the effort, performs on both ends, as long as he's not the type of star to miss a mid-range jumper, jog back to the other side. I want that guy sprinting. And Samad Hines is one of the most trusted names in high school basketball. He's telling you, if you're concerned about Judah Mintz in that sense, don't be. And that is just another little reason to be excited for the class of 2022. Now, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to for your local chain and your auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I have no idea. And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? No. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Now, there are so many reasons to check out Rock Auto. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto, and you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. My, my example, my father, Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, just $216 from Rock Auto. And he found out about Rock Auto and, in, and 
really invested time to checking out the website after listening to the pod, so big shout-out there. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Now, go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Now, there are so many different ways to get involved. The easiest is just hop on the website. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write LOCKED ON. That's two words, all caps, LOCKED ON in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, let's recap here. Jordan Addison ruined college sports. (laughs) And Judah Mintz is here to avenge it because he's a tough player, according to Samad Hines. So, we go from thumbs down to thumbs up. Now we're neutral. Let's go back to thumbs up. Well, Well, that's not true. Typically, when I talk about class of 2022, it's a thumbs up. Because there's so much excitement, there's so much hype. And... It is the most exciting thing happening in Syracuse athletics, not just football, not not just basketball, but as a whole. Now, the lacrosse team is terrible. <laughs> so we continue with our Class of 2022 superlatives segment. Uh, yesterday we were talking about who will be the biggest surprise, and you can go check out the answer on the podcast. Just download yesterday's podcast. Now, who will be the most disappointing? We talked about it. We talked about the positive. It's not a surprise. we got to go slightly negative here. And disappointing is a strong word. Because, like I mentioned in the last podcast, there are so many different ways for this to go. A lot of the class of 2022 depends on the class of 2023. How good is Benny Williams? If Benny Williams is the same as he was last year, do we really think he's going to start? I think Benny Williams will start because I think he will be sizably improved from last season, but this is a guy who averaged two points per game and had trouble rebounding and, and nearly lost Syracuse a game against Indiana. Remember that? Trace Jackson Davis... Gets the rebound off the missed free throw. Benny Williams not boxing out. And the Orange need two overtimes to beat the Hoosiers. Very lucky. So I think Benny Williams will be fine. I think he will start. Question is, will he start at the three or the four? So Benny Williams matters in this story and this topic. Because of a lot of who will be the most surprising, who will be the biggest influence, who will be the biggest disappointment, Depends on playing time. I think the two players least likely to play right away, Peter Carey, number one. Peter Carey, far and away, number one. And then Kadir Copeland, which is disappointing because with his length, I was excited to see him. But all indications, especially with Judah Mintz coming in, is that the two guards from this class that will play, Judah Mintz, Justin Taylor, if you want to call him a guard. Two, three. He could play small forward, too. Okay, so the biggest disappointment, I'm thinking it's Chris Bunch. And here's why. A lot of it does, a lot of it is contingent on Benny Williams. I will say this. I don't think 
that Bunch is going to be a bad player. I think if Chris Bunch is your biggest disappointment, then you've had a good class. And again, let's think about what disappointment means. You need expectations to be disappointing. No one's talking about Copeland. No one's talking about Carey. No one's talking about Brown, so if he doesn't play at all, I think we're fine. He's a three-star, whatever. Chris Bunch was a top 100 100 recruit for a very long time. Chris Bunch was a four-star. Chris Bunch is being compared to the hype of Benny Williams, but he can shoot. (laughs) That was his downfall. That is Williams' downfall. He can't shoot. Well, Chris Bunch can. That's the whole point. So... I think that he might struggle with the collegiate game early because he's not he's not as built as you would like him to be with his position. So that's always something to look at. But right now, I think Chris Bunch is that guy that Syracuse needs to evaluate when it comes to expectations. Thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. Now make sure to use your Spotify app. Make sure you use Apple Podcasts to make Locked On ACC your second listen. Great detail on Locked On ACC, ACC News, and Insight. Less than 30 minutes every day. Candace Cooper doing a great job with Locked On ACC. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time, everyone.